November 27, 2022. It's a Wife for Pedro show. Yeah, would you please recommend us uh, in terms of recorded musics? What do you suggest? My music? Yes. The music that I like best uh, or the music that I have recorded. Yes, you have recorded it. That's the point. The music that I've recorded mm -hmm. that I like best. <laughs> what are they? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. You know, there are lots of recording music, that's what you recorded, but... Uh, yeah, I really don't know. Recording music. I don't know. I, I know, I, I... It's hard to say. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you this, uh, some of the best hasn't been recorded, so... <laughs> recordings, recordings well, always, you know, recordings always make you... Just just a little bit, you tighten up, you know. Otherwise, say a Japanese fan said, Oh, well, Mr. John Coltman said, uh, There is no best recorded. Well, well, what the ranks comes out? <laughs> well.
lot for Pedro Show. Happy Sunday and make it up for uh, make it up. <laughs> Start off the show, John Coltrane talking to Kazuaki Zujimoto in Tokyo in 1966 about music of his own that he likes that he has recorded. It's a difficult question, so interesting answer. And then we had the right from because of the incredible invention of those Estonian software people with their Skype invention from Brighton, Michigan, Vase or it's or maybe it's VASC. We got a, we have people say quite a few different things about our name. So honestly, at this point, people just can call us whatever. Oh, you, yeah. you, you guys know what an acronym is, right? Oh, of course. <laughs> Female body inspectors, right? So it, it, is, is this name – see, what makes me think of acronym is because you got the asterisks in between. Right. I, I can see how one would think that. Yeah, because like periods, right? Like Right. right. And uh, you're not the first one to think that, and you're going to like this. My old uh, college roommate uh, said the same thing. He's like, does this stand for anything? And I was like, no, it's not an acronym. And he was like, well, can I make it an acronym? And I was like, sure, what do you got? And he said uh, – very aroused Stooges enthusiasts. <laughs> I like it. I like so that's it. <laughs> but but okay, let's say it ain't an acronym. How do you pronounce it? Um. Well, what do you say, JT? From the beginning, we called it Vaz. Right? Okay, Vaz, French. Okay, okay, French. No problem. <laughs> we got a lot of words, right? Canoe, rendezvous. Oh yeah. Yeah. So. Vase. You know. It, yeah. Who are, we, who are uh, we to control our fans if they want to call us face, you know? Yeah. Well, look, I want to go through your three music journeys by himself before we get to the band thing. So I, I got uh, JT, Darren, and uh, Drew with me. Who wants to go first? Or do you want, uh, I don't let's know. Go, let's have JT go first. All right. Okay, yeah. okay. JT, bring your earliest musical recollection. Earliest musical recollection would probably be my dad um, playing the Beatles I don't know, like 20 years ago, they had a documentary. It's like an eight-part DVD, you know, one of those big package deals. And I just remember coming down from my room and, you know, seeing Paul McCartney sitting there yeah. talking about this guy, John Lennon, and I had no clue that that would kind of set me on my path of, you know, learning about the Beatles and then listening to the Beatles. And then, you know, from there, it just goes Rolling Stones, all the British invasion. Well, let me ask you this, JT. Was there any instruments in that pad you grew up? Yeah, my dad uh, was a guitarist. So he has a, he had a lot of acoustic guitars laying around. Did you so jump on I, them? What's that? Did you jump on them? I did, yeah. Okay. Like, now, I, now, was it... Uh, just fucking around and shit, or did maybe I go take lessons or tr try to learn the records or what? It was definitely just screwing around. I can remember listening to Dick Dale at one point and just going, "Well, this guy plays on one string. Let me start with that." That dude was bad. He he also did trumpet. You know, uh, speaking of records, first record you bought with your own money. Mm, that's mm. a great question. I'm gonna. Well, go... when you're a kid, you ain't got a lot of money, so it's trippy. Like, where are you gonna spend it, right? Oh yeah. The lunch money. Uh, man, I'd probably... Remember, it's a Watford Pedro show. There's no hard questions. There's no wrong answers. Oh, yeah. I'm going to say Nirvana. The, which one? The Bleach? Or, or Nevermind? In Utero is definitely... Oh, the, the third... Okay. And, and, and the first gig you went and saw? First gig was Diana Ross. My dad yeah, <laughs> had she a realtor. That lady's got pipes. Look, oh, yeah. uh, Mike Jackson obviously dug, you know, her nose... 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, no, but incredible pipes. Man, that was a great man. Uh, oh, her yeah. and her uh, buddies and Sprames. Okay, let, let me ask you about school. Were you in the marching band or the choir or shit like that? No, I wasn't. I definitely had a respect. Well, I, I asked that because, you know, a lot of schools got rid of their music programs. Yeah, it, it's a terrible thing. That, that's I, why uh, Flea started that Silver Lake Music Conservatory. He went back well, to Fairfax where he played trumpet. They had no mm-hmm. more music program. Yeah. <laughs> Fucked I, up, right? It is. Okay. It's one of the worst things. So, so now, but you, in a way, you had the 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 touch from your pops' guitars there in the pad. Now, what about after school? Not like graduate, but in the afternoon, the bedroom mm-hmm. band, the garage band, the basement band. Did you do that? Yeah, we. Uh, I didn't really start until this band, but Drew, who's actually my cousin, we're both the guitarists. So, I have early recollections of going to Michigan because I'm originally from California, Southern California. I'm in the harbor, Pedro. Uh, Orange County, Irvine. Oh, see. Yeah, Irvine, okay. There's a big college here, Anteaters. Oh, yeah. I got to do a, Jan- a Jandick gig. I don't know if you know about this cat Jandick, but it was trippy. This band nice. shitter, Hank Rollins, was in the front, staring, didn't blink, you know, for an hour. <laughs> Stone cold. <laughs> okay, okay. And so, Drew was the fucking, uh, like, gateway... Cat was he, was he already doing music and then brought you in? I, I, kind of the opposite. Okay, okay. I don't, I don't know. I wasn't there. I'm working on the mind reading, but in the meantime, okay. use some words, please. Well, I think JT and I helped each other because, like, JT introduced me to certain music, but I made the step to like be in a band with my high school friends before like this current band. So like he gave me some of like the the insight. Well, no, the, no. Let's get now. It's your turn. If this is a good. What do they call that in the film business? Sugui. Is that? I don't know. Yeah. I'm not in the film business. I think, so. I think it's a French word. You say it. Segway. Well, we should know it then. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Enough joking. Drew, bring your fucking earliest musical recollection, please. Um. Well. My single first memory with music, I must have been like three or four years old. Yeah. And my older cousin popped in some earphones in, an, in an, like a the first generation iPod, like in 2004, and played. Um, I got one of those still. It's, it's got like fucking called- 6,000 songs on it. They work. You know, they stopped making that shit. She played, some, she played some song called Party Like a Rockstar by Shop Boys. Uh-huh. And that's not a group that I hold to any high standard or attribute any influence to, but I have this single memory of listening to it. But a little more importantly, after that, um, my mom taught physical education classes. And then so she had to, like, create her own playlists to do that. So I would, like, ride around and run errands with her in the car, like, when I was just a little guy. Like a sweat into the oldies kind of trip, right? Kind of, yeah. I mean, there was some... What was, it was his like, name? Uh, what was his name? Uh, 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 Richard Simmons. Yeah, Richard Simmons. Yeah, I think he had this, like, sweat into the oldies. Jane Fonda, too. I mean, every, even Jack LaLanne, when I was a boy, I think something about doing exercise to music, or doing fucking anything to music, really. Mm-hmm. Now, did you have the guitars in your pad like your cousin? No, I didn't grow up uh, in a music uh, family, really, at all. I just kind of... Um, developed it after in fact the reason i even wanted to play guitar was uh jt's dad as well 
because oh, okay. we were like a family vacation and he was just playing some, you know, Hotel California type. Eagles. I think you know, that, that, I think that singer is Michigan, Glenn Frey. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he he was. Yeah, I think he passed away. Look, what was the first record you bought with your own money, Drew? Um, uh, must have been, God, I, I, it must have been some, some punk shit because when I was, when I first, when I was 16 and I f first got my car, that was all I gave a shit about. So yeah. it was either something negative approach or oh, yeah. threat. He, they're, they're Detroit too, right? And then, oh, yeah. then they're laughing hyenas, uh, Ann Arbor. I remember staying there yeah. with, uh, the singer man, John, big man. John Brandon. Yeah. You know, um, my friend Evan, who uh, I went to high school with, who was um, the singer in my first band, I actually had dinner with John Brandon last night. Whoa. Oh. John so. gave us the fucking Three Stooges poster that was in the back of the Minuteman van Dodge Ram that D. Boom was killed in. Oh, wow. Oh, damn. I, I mean, you know, it's, it's just tricky. The, I, I, what it mean, means is just, just just connects everywhere. What was the first gig you saw, Drew? Um, first gig I ever, first live act I ever saw was Noel Gallagher's High Flying Birds. And, and that's um, the Oasis guy? Yep. Yeah, okay. So he was cool. And then... No, I but, met him. I met him helping the Porto for Pyro guys, and he was very cool. His brother had... His brother could sing good, but uh, yeah, maybe offstage kind of trippy guy. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, and what about you with school? Were you in the marching band or the choir or shit like that? You know, uh, I I wasn't, but I I was playing poker last night with some with some friends, and there were some people there from high school that I haven't seen since high school four or five years. And there's this one kid there, and just last night we were we we're reminiscing about how in sixth grade, and so in middle school we had a choir class, and me and this one kid were just total delinquents and made the teachers experience a living hell. And I don't know, I don't know why, but you know, it's hard to get in the mind of a sixth grader. <laughs> I mean, I guess Maybe I was in choir in sixth grade, but after that, uh, I didn't involve myself in band at all, really. No. Okay. Okay. So yeah, so it's, it's the, the the connect with JT is important in, in JG's pop. Look, I want to play "Good Is Dead." Cool. Let's do it.
seaweed beard from bone tree. Oh, yeah. Neptonic cacophonic poetry. Do nothing to you, not a cuckoo. Well, the dolphins do your work, and the mermaids stir your gruel. Seaweed beer. From bone tree. Let the white caps, let the white caps, and the sealer camps, and the octopus crawl, and the nautilus fall, and the dolphins and the whale write your poetry. And sit on your salty do-nothing stool, you barnacle ghoul, seaweed beard foam bone tree. up your salty blue wall tie your bows and polish your abalone seaweed bed from bone tree seaweed bed from bone tree
for Pedro show that started that chunk of music off with Voss doing good as dead and then we had Ace Escapism with Walking in the Dark Noemi Bucci with Prelude for Rational Freshness Hot Pursuit of Happiness that's Tom's new project Get Together Make It Better Disciplina Kicha Kichma sorry it's uh, like uh, straight up spine or some shit uh, I've got those Technicolor eyes. You know, he's still coming out of that coma. This is a great bass player out of uh, Belgrade. Uh, Brother Koya. I got to spend hours with him. One time he came to the Stooges gig in Belgrade and got to spend time there too. And then I played a, a shooting guy where you do target practice indoors. It was also mm-hmm. a club. It was called the Gun Club. In the back of the stage, all where the bullets go, you know, it was fucked up. But he's a beautiful man. Then we had Captain uh, Beefheart with uh, something really rare, like him at home with the tape recorder on and whistling and hollering. 
seaweed beard foam bone tree. Of course, of course, right? What else are you going to call it? And finally, Noisuka, while we were sleeping. Okay, I think it's Darren's turn. Oh, yeah. Please bring your earliest musical memory. I'm, I remember being, like, really young, being, like, four years old, I think. And the only music I really heard, I mean, I wasn't really, like, paying attention to it. But I remember one time, I think my family, we took a trip to, like, Cedar Point or something like that. And my sister was playing, like, her music on the car stereo. And I remember her playing some, like, Eminem or something like that. And I just didn't, like, I was... I was like talking shit about it, <laughs> like being four years yeah, old. Four years like, old, yeah. All right, critical mind. This sucks. <laughs> yeah, let's get on the other side, the eight eight mile road, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've come around to rap music now, but uh, I, just, I mean, music is music. The whole idea of genre, I think, is so fucked up. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, right? That's... It's all beats and rhythms and words and melodies and all this stuff, and then yeah. you got to put it in these little boxes and sh- fuck that yeah. shit. Yeah, a bunch of gulag and Berlin Wall. So, oh, yeah. so what was the first record you bought with your own money? Um, that was probably way later. That's uh, right. Four years old, you ain't got a lot of money anyway. Yeah, yeah. I think I was after I was able to drive. I well, first physical record I ever bought. Well, you I, know, piece of music where you had to spend your own money. Yeah. Um. Probably. I listened to the Black Keys a lot when I was in high school, so I probably bought one of their albums on Apple Music or something. Okay. That's probably like one no, of the first no albums player. I bought. Poor Lonely Kick Drum, no bass player. But, but yeah, more, yeah, yeah. More, more room in the boat, though. Okay. So yeah, pluses yeah. and minuses, like most of the shit life. And and what was the first gig you saw? Um, I was 12 years old, and I saw – or no, I was 11. I saw – Darius Rucker and Lady <laughs> Annabellum. There, I was just there because my sister wanted to go to that mm-hmm. show. But the next year, the one that I like to claim being my first show that I've seen is Aerosmith. I was mm-hmm. twelve. I saw him. I saw uh, CC Top blow them off before they were wearing the pink cowboy suits. Really? Wow. But now now that all three of you have told me your first gigs, I'll tell you my first gig I saw with, with D Boone. It was T Rex in 1973. Oh, we were man. 14 years old. It was the Slider Tour. Mm, that's my favorite that's, albums ever. Wow. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's a great record, huh? Oh, my goodness. It's unbelievable. Everything that's about cool. it from the picture to open it up with that orange and then the sound that Tony Visconti got. The most fat snare. Mm, love, yeah. it. love it. And, and then the, 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 the Turtle Guys. Uh, Flo and Eddie singing background. It's so good. It's just so good. Anyway, that was my first gig. Okay, so we got all that. Well, no, we got, how did you get in uh, playing music? So, like, uh, you know, like I asked uh, JT and Drew, uh, not graduating, but in the afternoon, you know, the basement band, the bedroom band, the garage band. Mm. Did you yeah. do that? So I started... Uh, my my dad played guitar. Um, okay, so there was in the house there was some guitars. Yeah, yeah. I uh, he, I always had an interest in them, but I always thought it'd just be something that'd be too complicated to play. <laughs> but so I uh, I I did the piano when I was in like elementary school, and I did some like little rehearsals. Did you have and stuff. to do the 
playing Yankee Doodle. <laughs> no, but did you have to go through the thing of the piano lessons where they, some mean person comes to your pad and makes you play shit you don't want to play? Yeah, I didn't. I've had I, people on the show that almost quit music because of that experience. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I didn't. I only did it because like the other like cool kids were doing it at school. So yeah. <laughs> I started doing it. I did it for a little bit. The cool kids at your school were playing piano. Yeah, <laughs> so I thought. Uh, well, it could it have been Alabama point. sausage whistle. I mean. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't. <laughs> Okay. Okay. So, so it, it was your pop. So parents are big deal. That that's beautiful. That is really yeah. beautiful because I think there was a time with rock and roll, especially. Yeah, you got the music to be away from your parents. Right. Yeah. But, yeah. You know, shit changes. Fuck it. It's yeah. Good. It's good. So let's get now. How does Vaz come together? Oh man. Well, it it was just when we were that when I told you earlier about. Uh, how I started playing guitar because of JT's dad playing songs around the campfire. Right. JT and I made a promise then that we were going to be in a band. And so then flash a few years later, JT moves from California to Michigan to go to Michigan state. He's a couple of years older. I'm still in high school. I think that's, uh, that's basically it. Honestly. No, it's Lansing, right? Yeah. Uh, East Lansing. Spartans, Magic Johnson, Lakers. Of course. Magic Johnson. That's correct. <laughs> White and green. I remember their colors. I, I, in fact, I played the campus once, uh, opening up for Beastie Boys. Holy shit. It's wow. actually East Lansing, right? Yeah. East yeah. Lansing. That's a, it's a, and if you're so from here, I didn't mean, I, I didn't mean, uh, I didn't, I know it's a big deal. Uh, you know, it's not where you're from. It's where you're at. Right. Uh, but I interrupt you. I'm sorry. So, so you guys promise yourself, you're going to make this band. Move yeah, back and there's California I mean, as soon as he came here, we just knew we had to get rolling. So I basically I went to community college for a semester, and since since we were both here, and I had just graduated from high school, it was about that time to make those first steps. So I just took the first long haired kid I saw in community college. I went up and asked if he played an instrument, and he played bass, and he had a friend who played drums, and that was it. <laughs> But really? th those were a couple other guys. So just, since, just, just by looks, like you don't even know the fuck the fucking name or anything, right? No, I mean he had long hair, and I was just like, no, I, no, I, like that was like in the old days of punk, you know. If some guy was brave enough to cut his hair all goofy shit, maybe. Yeah. That's how we ended up SSTOO too. We didn't know those guys. We saw them mm -hmm. handing out flyers at a gig. It's it's weird how that shit happens with like no, just kind of a coincidence, huh? Basically, it's kind of how Dave Alexander joined the Stooges, right? Well, he yeah. was also Ronnie. Was telling us about, I, yeah. yeah, but I think he was also Ronnie's friend. Mm -hmm. And because this is what Egg told me, he had a Volkswagen. He had, he's the only dude who had a car. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he was talking to us about how he would like walk down the street all the time, like after school, like um, uh, next to the Ashton house. And uh, one day, like Scotty was like, hey, you ever notice that guy who's walking around or something like that? Okay. And um, so maybe a combination of both. I'm not sure. They're, they're too, they're too mythical to really nail it down. You know, you know, it's, it's David, Michael Alexander. My name is Michael David. Watt. Ain't that a trip? Yeah. Look, we're at the end of the first hour, November 27, 2022 edition. What Pedro show special guests, Voss. Hold tight for hour two. November 27, 2022, it's second hour, Watt from P-Road. 
from No bitter pause My hand No Better than yours Mind as numb As my tongue Bye. 
Pedro Show. Started off the second hour with Vaz doing Flatliner. Then we had a brand new from Lisa Cameron, Primary Mystical Experience with Raquel Bell. This is a whole side. It's a two-song record, right? One on each side. This is a side called Orb. Then Body Kite with Amazingly Graceful Listical. Damn. Amazing Amazing Ishily Gracefulistical from Body Kite, uh, Numb Tongue, with Front, Samuel Locke Ward, Stand Tall, out of Iowa City. Uh, for a while there, they lived in, uh, what's those quad cities? There's one with a D. Huh? Where? Between Illinois yeah. and uh, Iowa and um, Wisconsin and stuff. Uh, yeah, the uh, cheap tricks from one of them. Rock Island. Uh, Rock. One of them's got a D, and for a little bit, because this, the Ashtons lived in uh, Manassas for a while or something, in Virginia, and then between them moving to Ann Arbor, there was a little stop. Dubuque. Mm. Dubuque, that, that's what they told me. You understand, I was finally the youngest guy in the band, and my ears were like the size of elephants, like sponges. Sucking up these, yeah, I love spieling with them cats. I love it. Uh, let's get back to the to to Vaz. Okay, so you got your two, your your band picked. Now, now, what's the first practice like? Um, the first practice was me wearing orange sunglasses because I wanted to be Ron Ashton more than anyone else, and I had I some just of them. Got down to their basement and uh, jam. What did we jam? We jammed a Yes song. Um, you know that. Uh, it's called. It's like a three-part yes song. The ending is "Worm." What's the fr- Starship Trooper? Yeah. So we're jamming yes. yes. I'm not we're the yes. I'm not the biggest yes page. fan, so I'm sorry. Mm. But I, they was, they it, could all play like motherfuckers. I ain't saying that. Oh yeah, yeah. Prague is a, an interesting, interesting. And sound. here's a th- oh, here's a trippy thing I found out about yes. It was actually the bass player's band. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that Chris might not sound stupid these days, but in the arena rock days, bass is where you put your retarded friend. It was like <laughs> right field in Little League. Oh, yeah, right. Right field. That's right. <laughs> like nobody's going to hit the fucking ball out there. Oh, right. <laughs> right. I remember looking at the lineups and seeing that kid who would go right field, right field, out, right field, out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hard. With, with, when the punk movement, though, was different. For one thing, it was club music and you could actually hear the bass. You know, there was a lot of things going against bass, just the way with arena rock, you know, it was fucked up. But but anyway, so the first the first prac is jamming a yes song. So, so every, does everybody guess. know it or just one guy knows it and everybody jumps on board? Oh, yeah. I mean, it was a pretty easy progression, honestly. So I just played it and then that was it. We probably played it for about 15 minutes. 
Well, I'll tell you, topographical oceans are like roundabout or shit. That's not like. (laughs) Yeah, we couldn't. We couldn't do that. (laughs) (laughs) I I know people who did that shit. You know, in the days of copying songs off records, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no one, no one we knew in the seventies wrote their own songs here in Pedro. Everybody Mm -hmm. copied off records. Right. Yeah, it was just the way it was. But you, you, you knew from that first prac that the band was going to click, right? Um, well, we knew that, like, JT and I knew that this is where we needed to be, right? Just, like, playing music. Yeah. So I think we just, I don't even know. We knew we needed a singer. At the yeah, screen. yeah. Who, who was, the, uh, where was the prac at? It was in uh, Pinkney. It's another suburb of Ann Arbor. And what, like a, somebody's pad or a practice? Yeah. In someone's house, yeah, yeah, in the basement. Our, our first drummer's uh, basement. Okay. The stick man with. Yeah, you know what? Usually the prac pads aren't the drummer's pads, so you don't have to move your shit. It's awesome about that, because just, they can't move their gear. It's yeah. like, you got <laughs> In fact, that's why, you know, I've had the same prac pad now 36 years, and I I just got Perkins, Steve, uh, my buddy Steve Perkins, just to get me a drum set, so, you know, they can just come in and start playing. <laughs> so, now that, yep. pick up. Okay, so, uh, what about the material? Do you guys decide to write? At the very beginning, you mean? Well, yeah. Well, not beginning. You did that guest uh, song at first, but then what do you do? Yeah. Well, we wanted to play live more than anything. Yeah. So if we didn't want to, like, be a band for, like, six months writing songs and then play live, like, we wanted to, like, challenge ourselves and, like, like basically just, like, schedule a, a DIY live show for like six weeks out from like the band's conception. So, yeah. so we ended up having to do some covers. So I think we, I don't even, we, we did, did like two a, originals, I think. I had, yeah, that is right. I had a couple originals just kind of conceived that were still very new, but we, we knew we needed a couple originals to get friends to show up, you know? Yeah. So, you know, in the old days, that's what got you not hired because they wanted you playing all the shit that was on the radio. I want right. to play. I want to play fired and free. Cool.
from Pedro's show. So let's talk about that first gig. How'd it go? Oh, it was uh, it was good <laughs> and it was bad. The, the bad was, you know, just any band's first gig. There's equipment problems, you know. Oh god, yeah. But uh, the good was that we had the energy. We broke the guitar. Uh-huh. Whoa. Uh huh. Make of that as you will. And then we, <laughs> I remember throwing a piece of masking tape, not at anybody, but just throwing it behind me, just. I don't know. Well, don't we know the the show was that, at, that, uh, there was some drama with the audience. Yeah, well, we invited all our friends. Look, so I like, come from the show. I've had used condoms thrown at me. Okay, I, I know all about. I'll tell you, batteries hurt, especially the D ones. <laughs> oh Jesus! You know what? I spaced and forgot to talk about the music from the last chunk. We started off with Voss doing Fire and Free, Boris Hoff after that with Expiro, Larry Bost last night drinking. And then I see a tree from Ray Shin. You know, we forgot to talk about how did you get the name? That's, that's JT right yeah, there. Yeah, the name. Um, it was just kind of like I wanted. I mean, I looked up to the Stooges and Nirvana, their logos and their name. The logo was the big thing. I knew we needed something in my eyes that would pop. Because a lot of bands locally, the logos are always kind of, the music's great. The logo sometimes doesn't appeal to me. So I just kind of screwed around with letters, more so not words, but just letters. Thought of what's four letters and a simple word like kiss and a great logo like kiss, you know, regardless of the music, they have good branding or whatever. So found Speak, speaking, of which, like, speaking of which, what about what Raymond did for Black Flag with the fucking four bars? Just iconic. Just, yeah, but isn't it Econo? Like, like, right. It's supposed to be a flag waving. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They just ended up being bars. <laughs> okay. So, so you come up, you come up with yeah, or Henry and the Four Towels. I remember this kid telling me, yeah, you know Henry and the Four Towels. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, so you say you actually came up with the, the logo and then the name Vaz. Yeah, I've, I was screwing around with fonts. I didn't have any. I just had basic pages. I was like, well, I don't have any Illustrator apps. I'm not good on the laptop. What's something? in a font that works and I you know the show MASH obviously with the the asterisks was kind of big on it um oh yeah but that is an acronym I think I think it means some kind of field hospital yeah yeah so that that's where I guess we're different from <laughs> but <laughs> that was kind of the, the inspiration for that it was definitely less to do about what the name Vaz means and just kind of the sound and look of it well when I think of Vaz I think of something that holds something hmm that's, that's we can, like it's, the, it's the vessel, right? It's the vessel. It's the boat, whatever. Here you go. I think oh, it's yeah. a good name. I think it's a good name. I've never heard that before. I like I like that interpretation. Yeah. Well, my pop was a machinist mate in the name, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm kind of polluted. <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> Just a little bit. In fact, that's why I call my econo line the boat. You know. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's just, you know, and I never had my pad, right? I had decks and overheads and bulkheads. All these other people had floors and ceilings. And, yeah, I chowed at 1830, you know. It was, <laughs> I, I think your pop wants you to be your own man, but it still kind of rubs off. Look look how important your uh, pops were in your family. Also, yeah. our ma's was really important to the Minutemen. D. Boone's ma, Georgie's ma. Look, we're at oh. the end of the second hour. November 27, 2022, edition Watt Pedro Show special guest, guests, Vaz. Hold tight for our three.
November 27, 2022. It's the third hour of the Watt for Pedro show. <laughs>
Watford Pedro Show, 
Start off the third hour, Vaz doing Choked On Colors, which I've been just enlightened to the fact it's a demo, people, so that's why I sound a little different than the other Vaz, but we're going to check out what, what that is. Then brand new from Tropical Fuckstorm is one of the only Stooges songs I never got to do in those 125 months helping them guys. Mm-hmm. And we never did it. And, and the, the other one we never did was We Will Fall. Those two tunes we never did. But all the yeah. rest we did. Uh, the other yeah. three albums, yeah. And then finally, Viv Cornham and Al Margolis. Al Margolis from uh, Chester, New York. Voice slash violin number two. So, uh, yeah. Ch- Why is Choked on Colors the demo? And then all these other... T- well, they're from two different batches, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We just haven't gotten in the studio for Choked on Colors yet, simply. Okay, okay. Uh, you know, you said something about first drummer and something about getting a singer. So, 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 so the band member thing, enlighten me. Yeah, so um, we should start with Darian because Darian's uh, Darian's here, obviously, right now, and he was he was introduced to us by our first drummer um, through like a friend of a friend, and so I remember. I remember the day we were in that basement and Darian walks down and then our first drummer goes, what's up, Darius? Gets his name wrong. <laughs> and, That's what an introduction. And that was the introduction. But then um, our singer, we actually found um, online because he had just left a another local band and we liked his voice. So we reached out to him. And the first day we met him. And when you mean local, you mean Brighton? I do mean Brighton. Okay. So... We, we we met him for the first time, um, picked him up from his house and took him to this radio interview we already had scheduled and played. We played I Want to Be Your Dog, and then we played Aneurysm by Nirvana the first day we met, and we didn't practice either of those songs. We just sent it to him. <laughs> and, you, uh, both had, you, you both had common ground with those bands, and so, right? Oh, yeah. yeah Sometimes sure. I'll do gigs if they want me to come into town and play with people I've never played with and say, okay, let's – do a, a set of Stooges because you know it's like lingua franca. <laughs> oh yeah, well, that that's the way to do it. I mean, we'd we'd be the same way. The Stooges for us mm-hmm. are, are the the linking force. So for so, a lot so, of so continue on with this, uh, this 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 experience. So the first drummer's on his way out. Does he know he's on his way out? Yeah, yeah, I mean, that was his own accord. Yeah, he, he was in another band, so it's kind of a mutual thing. And uh, oh, so he yeah. could make time, make more time for the other band. Yeah, one of those, you know, just a time spent sort of thing. And then we got, we, so then it was us four, and then we found a new drummer. And that's who we recorded these. uh, We have six songs out. We recorded those with him. But, uh, where? Yes, we recorded them in a suburb of, it's called Water, Water, Waterford. It's a Clintonville, kind of near Pontiac. And how long? Uh, Pontiac, Elvin Jones. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think Madonna too. Look, uh, how long did it take you to record that EP? Yeah, the, the uh, five of the six songs were recorded within a, about a month and a half span last year, and then we did a sixth song earlier this year, which took a little bit longer three three months just for that one song of recording. I'd say so. It's kind of the heel uh, in our in our side, or the thorn in our side. I mean, you know what Orson Welles learned us. No wine before it's time, right? Those fucking two buck Chuck Paul Masson brothers shit. I want to play Johnny B. Jones. 
for Pedro Show. Last music for this edition. Chunk started off with Johnny B. Jones from Voss. Notice how the sound goes back to that other sound, people? You know, that's why you eat different kinds of chow. <laughs> it's oh, yeah. not all the same. Then we had uh, Fausto, Faustito, with Soul Dressing slash jo- Little Giant Jewel. Now, I know Little Giant Jewel, right? It's the first talking, he- uh, not talking, televisions, yeah. And that, uh, it was like Susie Q from Creedence, where part A was on the one side, part B on the other side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, incredible. When I, you know, I, I got to talk to those guys about that stuff, and uh, they didn't use amps. They went straight to a four track. They didn't know about <laughs> microphone. <laughs> Really? Yeah, that's why it sounds so like little wiry and brittle and shit. Damn. Wait, what? Is this, this is television you're yeah, talking about? Yeah, yeah. Tom Verlaine, uh, Dick Lloyd. And mm-hmm. that, Fred Smith had just joined the band. So it wasn't oh. Richard Hell. He'd already left and started playing with John Thunders. Then yeah. uh, this is First Green, uh, First Street Green, Arts for Art, Part 3 of 3, live October 8, 2022. Ava Mendoza, Mike Baguetta, both great guitarists. Just playing out there on the street, uh, improvising guitar. Okay, so how many gigs was with, with the old lineup? We probably had, I, I don't know, I, a number wouldn't be as easy as to say we played with that original lineup probably two to four shows a month for about six months. Mm. So about and half then we got our singer and kept that pace for another like couple and then the band then the our bassist and drummer started to fall apart and so then we got darian we got darian and christian around the same time so about about six to eight months with a two to four shows a month what's his name christian yeah christian our singer yeah how'd you oh he's he's from the recommend from the no how did you meet him you didn't explain that to me Oh, yeah, we found him. Uh, it was just, I think, Facebook. Oh, he's found... the guy that was online that was quitting a band? Yeah. Okay, okay. And then the bass you found, uh, the new drummer? Yeah, he was found via, I think, Band Mix, you know, one of those new apps um, where you just kind of search for musicians. No, so I didn't know it's kind about of, that. we found each member in this band a different way, yeah, which is kind of a cool thing. Some of it was Family Connect, some of it was like Total Stranger Connect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's life. Exactly. <laughs> That's life, you know, variety and all that kind of stuff. Explain to me the Voss songwriting uh, uh, process because I heard somebody say I had two songs. So mm-hmm. is it do some, people bring in uh, tunes to the, the band and everybody jams on them, or do, do people make demos and people try to realize those demos? What's the process? It's every single song has been about as different as you can imagine. So it, you can either. I mean, you can ask about a specific song if, if you're interested, but I mean, there have been instances where JT's come in with 95% of the song, and that's what it ends up being. There's instances where we have songs that have come straight from improvised jamming, where each of our parts are very similar to those all that were improvised on the spot, and then any which way in between. Someone comes in with a skeleton, bass riff, guitar riff, vocal melody uh, it's you name it we've 
we we write songs. And what happens um, with those riffs and stuff? They they serve as like launch pads, like springboards, so the rest of the band jumps on. Yeah. And, yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. 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 So so a lot of writing in the prac pad. Uh yeah, I would say um definitely a lot of that. It just would kind of depend on okay, are we writing from scratch? Are we writing from a skeleton? Are we writing? You want from to know about scratch, right? You know when the Stooges, psychedelic Stooges, were signed, they had no songs. Their gigs were forty-five minute jams. Yeah, yeah. So they when, had... you're, when you're listening to Not Right on the first album, and they say no, 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 because Scotty's he starts playing through that part. They never even practiced it. That's mm. the first time they're running through the tune. Crazy. Mm. I love it. Love it. That's why we wouldn't have a movement without those cats. I mean, they were ball, ball, ball busts. And then they would, they were listening to all kinds of stuff, right? Speaking of Dave Alexander, that baseline to Little Doll, Pharaoh mm-hmm. Sanders, the middle of uh, Upper Egypt, Lower Egypt, yeah, same lick. Yeah. And what about the snare on one for TVI? You know, Motown. I, it, you know, it's just all these different things. It's, it's just beautiful. What, what's you guys' next plan? I think it's uh, really these demos that you're the choked on colors demo. We're looking to go in and record that and uh, just keep the momentum of putting out music and writing and playing. I think it's those three things. We're big. We're big on playing live. You know, we love just, you know, the feeling of music. It's, it's important to not look at it as a band and just to express ourselves too. So Mm -hmm. music is a lifeline with what? Oh, yeah. it's it is here very much with us too it's it's an amazing now, can, 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 do, you, do you guys have a your own website we do we're we're getting we're in the process of getting it remodeled just because these next songs we put out we want to have sure sure what, what, what's uh url it was uh bandvoz.com but we're we're going to be changing that so as of right now we don't have a url okay. as well as that sounds so you're probably on the corporate fucking yeah but that's, oh, yeah. uh, that's all right. So people go look from there. Use a search engine. It's V asterisk A asterisk S asterisk E. That's right. The asterisks are only in the middle, people. They're not on the ends. Oh, yeah. That's a bit. Just like MASH. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, but yeah, different because I mean, MASH had, was an yeah, acronym. For people, put them on the ends, oh, which yeah. I wouldn't get upset look, for. When, you, but get, when couple... you get that this, uh, an album worth done, right? These uh, demos and whatever turn into a, what's going to be an album. Well, you guys come yeah. back on the uh, show and we can play the whole fucking album and talk about what happened has happened in between. That sounds awesome. That'd be great. Ah, mm-hmm. bitch it. Thank you so much. And we got to thank Kathy Ashen for the connect, right? Yeah. yeah. Thank, thank you, you so much, Kathy. Big love. People, it's been November 27, 2022. Dishwap Peter should keep you powdered, right?